Well, good morning, everyone. Oh, my goodness. Can you believe we're at December 9th and we're at least partway through some of this craziness, right, with the Medicare stuff? Um, well, the first thing I want to do is to say uh, Merry Christmas. And I know it's early, right, but I want to make sure that I, I let you guys know that. And I think, too, what's really a challenge for us during this time of year is to make sure that we pause for a minute and realize like Christmas is just around the corner. And um, and so sometimes just to take a deep breath, like we did at Thanksgiving, hopefully with a couple days off, took a deep breath and had some good time with family. I hope you all did. But um, but yeah, are you prepared for Christmas? And so many times people think thinks about, we think about gifts and do I have all my gifts and my food shopping and stuff. But I hope you have time to prepare your heart too uh, for what a special time of year this is. Um, and so that's a challenge for me as well. And so I say that to you to help challenge me to to just pause and, and take that time. So uh, so Merry Christmas to all of you and your families uh, as we enter into this. Uh, we're in the Advent season. So um, here's our agenda. As always, our announcements. We'll go through our market updates and then a little couple things from Iowa and um, from the feds. And then we'll take your Q&A. And I don't have as much today, so hopefully I won't run over today. Uh, hey, you know what? Our month, Monday, uh, Marketing Mondays are back in January. Uh, and I thought I'd go ahead and kick off with a goal setting uh, time with you. Remember, these are on Mondays at 11 o'clock. And um, Kaylee is really good about pushing out the registration link. So as it gets a little bit closer, right, I'll keep you focused on what you're doing right now. But I really thought that a goal setting one uh, would be really a great topic. And I'll just facilitate that one. And um, and then I'm on vacation the following Monday, so we won't be doing anything there. I'd like to then host another event on individual market lessons learned in 2022. So this might be more of a sharing event. So I want to kind of mix it up a little bit. As you guys know, usually we have our carrier partners um, that share with us. But right now, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of carried out. <laughs> so um, and then I've got Cassandra lined up and I saw she accepted my invite <laughs> yesterday. Uh, to do compliance with Cassandra on Monday, January 30th. Again, these are all from 11 to 12. And then um, and then I'd like to put uh, a, another program together for many of you that want to think about, talk about succession planning. So I know this isn't for everybody, all of these sessions, but I want to throw out some things here to, to really keep you moving forward. So, so be watching for those. And as always, we'll keep these recorded and on our KHI agent portal. But if you have other suggestions for other topics that you'd like to hear uh, me present on or find a presenter uh, to talk about it, just let me know um, and we'll get that lined up. Okay. Uh, so I want to do a huge shout out and a welcome to a new team member that we have. Amy Thomas has joined KHI here in our Johnston office. And as you guys have heard me harp on over the last couple years, um, and many of you, thank you, have, have hired people or are working in the ACA market space. We still have a lot of you that don't want to do that space. Uh, and so we've brought Amy on and we're so happy to have her. Amy comes to us from Iowa Bankers where she has, um, you know, she has experience in our industry, uh, having worked for Iowa Bankers in their agency area. Uh, she knows Agency Block, which is huge, and you guys know many of you use Agency Block as your contact management system. So um, we're super happy to have Amy, and she's getting all trained up, and 
um, and ready to help you. So just call the office. And if you want to jot our number down to our Johnson office, it's it's on the attachment I'm going to refer to in just a moment. But it's a super easy number to remember. 515, of course, we're here in Johnston, 505-3111, 505-3111. So if you're in this area, you've got a client, you don't want to deal with it. Um, we're happy to do this, you guys. It's only going to get busier when Medicaid begins to unwind. And we'll uh, probably talk about that, of course, in January to find out if the um, public health emergency has been extended for another 90 days or not. But we'll find that out mid-January. Uh, but thank you to you guys who do this business for yourselves. I think you find that not only do you help so many clients that need the help, but they also eventually turn 65, right, for many of you that play in the Medicare space. And then they refer people. So that's the key. So a huge welcome to Amy Thomas. Um, this is our updated staff directory. Uh, thank you, Kaylee, for getting that updated. So many of you like to keep this on hand. You see extension numbers there. If you dial our 800 number, you just punch in the last three digits to get to the person that you need. Um, so we've got our front and back page. So you'll see Amy over here under the under 65 marketplace referrals. And I'll see if I can put my mouse right there. So she's over here. And then, of course, our designated emails uh, for you to access us. And this, again, we have multiple people checking these inboxes, uh, which makes it helpful so that if somebody's, um, you know, out for the day or whatever, we've got plenty of staff to check. So download that if you want to while you're on the call right now. It's in that section. Otherwise, it's also on the KHI agent portal. Okay. All right. And uh, another announcement. Hey, congrats to Capital Benefits Group. That is Marcy Strauss and Tracy Hitchcock. They are KHI agents, and they are here in the Des Moines area as well, and they're still leading on Wellmark's Promise Award for the Sub-Retail Agency of the Year. Um, and I couldn't be prouder of these two gals, and I know Diane Primer is key to their success as well on their team, and I just want to say congrats because, you know, it takes a lot of hard work, and you guys know it, and um, they're going to be hopefully rewarded for that and earn that trip to Big Sky, Montana, I think is where that is. So. Um, anyway, congrats, and we'll continue to keep an eye on that, and uh, as, as we did. I know Dean Zelly won one year, and so congrats and shout out to Dean with uh, Central Insurance. So great job, you guys. Uh, keep up the great work. We'll keep pulling for you. A uh, reminder, too, that our Partners in Excellence Award Dinner, this is for our Grow Your Business, our Diamond Awards, and our Rising Stars, uh, is on Friday, March 24th at Glen Oaks Country Club. So jot that date down if you don't have it. If you've been seeing yourself on our uh, leaderboard, if you will, for Grow Your Business, um, I'm going to just tell you right now it's pending. Now, here's why. And, and God bless Erica because she's the one that really helps me with these reports. Um, you need to know, you guys, that we are seeing so much activity with Wellmark, especially uh, with their Medicare Advantage and a lot of MedSup people leaving. And not just Wellmark. I mean, it could be Wellmark MedSuppers leaving. I know uh, Peggy and crew over in Eastern Iowa are just knocking it out of the park with Physicians Mutual. So when you're riding those Wellmark supplements that continue to have those rate increases and you move them over to another company, we need to make those changes in our system. And we just don't have everything updated and, and input yet because we pull the reports then from the carriers so we can turn things out and put new things in. So just know that this is a crazy time of year for us as well, trying to track all your business with the cancels and the new business. So stay tuned. We're gonna, we've got folks that actually do enter all this data into our agency block system for us. So 
Um, that's that's the KHI team doing all this. And so with everything going on right now, please stay tuned. I will have an update for you. Erica, I'm guessing we'll have one in January. Um, so that's our goal is to try to get everything done by the time we have this call in January. But I will note, you know what, now that I say that, you guys, our call is a little bit earlier in January because I'm gone on that Friday, the normal second Friday of the month. So our call will be on January 6th. Uh, for next month, January 6th. So we may not have the standings done yet, but we will get them cranked out and to you as soon as possible to get those invites out, okay? And that is you and a guest as a reminder. So uh, again, thanks thanks too to Erica for doing all this. This is crazy stuff. Another announcement, we kind of gave some of this last month, but just a good reminder, and I just kind of need to drill this in my head so I know off the top of my head, especially the health savings account information, but I thought I'd throw on here the um, the FSA for medical FSA has gone up to 3050 For those of you that are um, helping your clients with FSA accounts, don't forget the dependent care FSA. You know, I think sometimes that's a, a no pun intended, a stepchild to the medical FSA. Um, but don't forget about that because I think with so many people, um, you know, we've got dual spouses working and with kiddos and they need to, to do something, you know, they need childcare. And uh, to be able to accommodate that, and don't forget, you guys, that helps your employer, too. If money is coming out pre-tax, that's not only helping the employee, but it's helping the employer. So I hope in your data gathering, when you're talking to your employer groups, you are asking the question about the demographic of their group, meaning how many have kiddos and might want to take advantage of the dependent care FSA. All right. Enough on that, but you can see the numbers there, 2,500 for those um married and filing separately, and then 5,000 for those either single or married filing jointly. So uh, make sure you, you are aware of that. And then of course, the health savings account numbers, those are the ones I speak to a lot because I talk to you and audiences a lot about this. Uh, so know that it's gone up a, a bit more than it generally does, right? So it's up to 38.50 for a single, and then the 77.50 for a family, and don't forget the catch-up contribution of another thousand for those folks that are 55 and older. And you guys, I'm having a lot of these conversations as we get these ACA people coming in, these people that are retiring early and they don't qualify for Medicare yet, right? And they need a marketplace plan. For many of them, especially if they have the financial wherewithal, this is a great this is a great story to tell about how an HSA can be helpful to them. Um, just before they get to Medicare and pile some more money in there. And then it helps them cover their out-of-pocket costs if they choose a Medicare Advantage plan, right? So it's just a great setup to have that Medicare conversation later. Okay. Um, these are just jumping into our employer group updates. Here's our deadlines. Um, and actually, oh dear, today is Friday. Yes. Okay. I was just thinking, wait, today's Friday, December 9th. So next Thursday, December 15th, is the deadline for new business, right, into Wellmark. Thursday, December 15th for January 1 effective dates. Um, and then the renewals for Wellmark are allowed up to Tuesday, December 20th for that January 1 effective date. So I know we're not, you guys aren't done yet, right, in the employer group space, but hopefully you're getting really close to getting everything done. And I thought I'd also remind you guys, especially since it's December 9th today, if you are looking for that agent of record um, for that employer group you might be talking to, Try to always get them in by the 10th of the month because you'll become the agent the first of the following month. And I think a lot of customers get confused. They think that that if they're going to move to you, they have to change plans. 
you have to be really clear with them and let them know, no, 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 I'll just become your servicing agent. Let me go ahead and take your case over. So maybe there's a group that just renewed and um, just said, you know, we'll deal with it later. If you can get them to sign that AOR, get it in, get it to us today since the 10th is tomorrow. Get, get it in today on the 9th so we can get it in and you'll become the agent of record Jan 1. So I just want to make sure you knew that. With United Healthcare, they also use uh, the 15th of the month for new or renewals for UHC. So that's their ACA. I know All Savers probably gives a little bit more wiggle room. Um, and, and the note too that they will take paperwork up until January 1. And, uh, and then Health Partners, Unity Point Health, we've been seeing some, uh, some great rates coming out from them as well. And so their new and renewal date is actually the 20th of the month. So you've got a little more time also for Health Partners, Unity Point Health, okay? All right. Um, also with Delta Dental, today is December 9th, so you can still write a December 1st effective day, believe it or not, with Delta Dental as of today, uh, but you got to get that in. Uh, otherwise, for January, then it'll be January 10th for that January 1 effective date. And you guys all know we, we run the risk of somebody doesn't have their ID card and they need to go to the dentist, right? When you have these kind of uh, due dates um, or, um, uh, you know, it, it just can screw things up for the members. So caution there, but but at least giving us a little more time if, if we need it. I also, um, this was just pushed out by Delta Dental that sometimes employers are asking for what do I give to my employees when they're retiring about dental benefits? Well, hello, I mean, we sell individual dental, right? <laughs> um, and so if you have an employer group and and just know that this is a common question, it's like people know that they can get off and get an ACA plan, right? Or they go to Medicare and they can take care of that, but what do we do? And I did verify um, with Marty, our Wellmark gal, that. Wellmark does not have a dental solution in the ACA space. Um, they have it with their um, Medicare products, with their Medicare Advantage product, their employer group products. So it, I did have to confirm that because I got confused for a minute. Like, can't we sell uh, Blue Dental? Nope. So you have to sell Delta Dental if people are not Medicare eligible. Um, but you can always sell Delta Dental, and they are great partners to m many of you and to KHI uh, as, a, as a great carrier partner. So they are taking it upon themselves to send out, not yet, the materials aren't out yet, but they will be putting together some enrollment kits for employers. And so what I'd like to do is make sure we get a hold of these. Why wouldn't you deliver those, right, instead of relying on Delta Dental to deliver those? for those retirees. I hope every HR person at your employer groups know and you provide them kits of information to reach out to your office. Jot that down if you're not doing that today, that they get your folder that the HR person would give them. Here's who you can contact. Yes, I'll send you COBRA or Iowa continuation information, but here's who you can contact for more options and have them give them your card, Mark Ebling, your card, you know, who named the agent, right? Here's here's your here's the card. Call these people or whoever. Okay. All right. Uh we'll we'll get that. We'll have that soon. As soon as it comes out, and I'm gonna ask my service team to keep an eyeball on this stuff and uh and then we'll make sure we let you know when it's available and hopefully even um have it downloadable so you can print it off and have, have some kits or we can get them ordered and sent to you. Okay. Uh telehealth services, and this is just kind of a, a reminder tip and you know, with, especially with the holidays and vacations and all that kind of stuff, don't forget about telehealth services. And I hope in most of your employee meetings, you're putting that little flyer in there, whichever 
uh, carrier you're with. Don't forget, Wellmark, yes, they use Doctors on Demand. UHC uses virtual visits. Health Partners uses Virtuel. And don't forget, Healthiest You is a standalone carrier agnostic platform um, that you can utilize that there's some differences between Healthiest You and some of the ones provided by the actual medical carrier uh, for that client. So, but just, just a reminder, right? It, and it's so helpful. So, okay, there's my public service announcement on that one. <laughs> Reach out to our team if you need some more information on it, okay? And then this is a reminder, and I know I talked about this last month, but don't forget in the employer group space and as well in the individual space, um, I, I'm just going to mark this because I should have put this in the individual uh, area, but I've, I've got it here under employer group updates. But just know in the individual ACA, they're going to zero copays um, for those <clears throat> medical, urgent care, behavioral health services, um, and behavioral health coaching. So all of that is zero copay. And I had to get that confirmed also. It's like, wait, you mean it? Behavioral health services, meaning that's mental health. And we don't use mental anymore. We use behavioral. But I have to remind myself that's what that is. Behavioral health coaching is different. That's going to be around nutrition, perhaps um, your activity and how inactive or active you are um, and that type of thing. But seriously, zero copay in the individual ACA space as well in the small group ACA space. Zero copay. And for many people, that is a big darn deal. If they can get their behavioral health services covered at a zero copay, um, that's huge. So then you have to make sure they're in the network, et cetera. But wow, um, that's big. And then if you have a high deductible health plan, then they've listed out the the um, services, the service prices there for, with a high deductible health plan because you can't get that first dollar coverage, right? Okay, so I just wanted to remind you of that. And then another well-marked reminder, just a friendly reminder, remember that on renewals, right, I want to make sure I, these are after a group completes the DocuSign um, for the, the new enrollments and for migrate, okay, new and migrating, there we go, renewals don't require this additional step. So if you're just renewing your business, no worries. But if you're getting um, a migrating group or you are enrolling a new group, remember that you do have to go back in as the agent and sign and submit and I know our team is there to help you with this. And if one of my team members wants to chime in, if there's anything else we need to add here, but um, feel free. But just remember that um, if you don't complete that step, then it could jeopardize the effective date of your case, okay? Okay, and then another uh, update from Wellmark for their employer groups that they will be collecting um, some members, social security numbers for the purposes of tax reporting and so they had a whole bunch of attachments you could look at. I just wanted you to see a, a sample, but we've got them if you need them. But be aware that they will be mailing letters. So they're not calling people. They won't call and ask for Social Security numbers over the phone, but they will be sending a letter to those fully insured small business and fully insured large group members requesting um, that they need these valid Social Security numbers. So as you guys know, it, it's the dependence too, and that's what gets a little sticky. They have to say all of these people were offered coverage. And this is that whole thing, you guys, around somebody in the individual market trying to get a subsidy when they were offered uh, affordable and a value or quality plan. Um, this is where they bust them. So anyway, just know that that letter's going out. If your people um, show it to you, you can go, yep, fill it out. <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> And then um, this is from our agent support, our agent team, uh, Nakia, Allison, Tricia, Jessica, Sarah, uh, just saying, you know, we're, we're getting so close. Um, we are doing our best. Right? They are doing their best to respond in a timely manner. 
can you guys, I mean, we are getting a lot of, a lot of uh, communication, both phone and email requests. And we, our goal is to respond within 24 hours. So we need your help. If it, if it's an emergency, that's, I, I, we understand that those can happen and those can run to the top of the line. Um, but if, if you can, please try to give us that 24 hours and it, it might be just a tad longer depending on the volume. So we do love you. That was the heart there. And they wanted me to make sure I said that we love you so much and we want to take care of you. But please give us a little bit of time to respond to you. And you should know we're, we're getting your emails, right? We're getting them. We're just trying to work them as quickly as we can and give you the proper, um, accurate answer. Because many of these, you guys, we do have to do some research. And so there's outbound calls we have to make before we can get to your answer, okay? If you're questioning whether or not we got your email, um, you know, if you use those email addresses like we talked about for service and or for the new group, um, uh, uh, we will, you, you will get a reply back because it does say we got your email. It should say that to you. So you'll know we got it. We're just working it, okay? And, and feel free, type in your comments uh, here and we'll get to those at the end if there's anything else uh, we need to know about that. All right, jumping over to the Medicare market and yay, it's, it's kind of like, you know, yeah, the big woohoo, we did it, um, you did it, but many of you aren't done because many of you also play in the under 65 space and we're not done yet. <laughs> but for those of you that really are exclusive to the senior space, congratulations and um, uh, yeah, if you care to chime in, how did it, how, how did it go for you? I, I'd like to thank you guys with all the planning that you and, and we all do, and we hopefully were helpful to you, um, that it really went smooth because, I mean, it's just a lot of volume, right? Trying to pack it into a short period of time. But, um, but anyway, congratulations. But let's jump into some more information, right? So, so this was a new special enrollment period that was announced. And it was, I believe on the date, I did attach this. Uh, from CMS, because I had to do some research to validate this, but CMS is granting a special enrollment period for exceptional circumstances. Now, okay, how do you define that? But it'll, it's going to allow beneficiaries to add, drop, or change their Part D coverage if they find a better option after our annual enrollment period is over, which is today, I mean, yesterday, right? And, and ongoing. It says this will be available for all beneficiaries who use a covered insulin product. And so this SEP begins on December 8th and ends on December 31st, 2023. Now, why are they doing this? They're saying that the Medicare.gov uh, drug estimator did not have all of those $35 copays for those insulins into their system properly. Many of you were experiencing this early on when you were trying to do quotes and we weren't seeing the $35 and some of them were loaded and some of them were not. And so if you have a client that is, you know, that we're done and it is what it is and they're trying to live with it. And now if you got on and looked at it and said, holy cow, now it's 35 and they should be with this company, not this company because now it's processing properly. They're supposed to call 1-800-MEDICARE and a customer service rep can process the enrollment change. So hang on because one of the questions I asked and the email address is in the attachment. I emailed them as soon as I found this out a couple days ago. And I haven't heard back yet, but I emailed them and said, does this apply to Medicare Advantage plans, right? Because they have Part D, it's just built into their Advantage plan. And will the agent of record retain, will the, will the agent of record retain even if the customer service people at Medicare make the change? 
So those are my two questions. I don't have an answer to yet, but you'll notice they do have to call Medicare. We cannot help them with this exceptional circumstance SEP, okay, for insulin. So it's pretty specific and pretty unique. And then notice here that yes, if they do have, if it happens in June that they end up switching, um, that their out-of-pocket costs do carry over from one plan to the next. So I will get you the answers to those two questions that I had. And if you have more for me, let me know and I'll pursue that as well. But I thought this was this was important enough if you had those customers that really were in a bind and it looked like they're going to spend way more than they normally would have or should. Okay. So, and we're going to jump in, you know, to the frying pan now, right? I guess they call it, right? <laughs> From one pan to the other. Because Medicare open enrollment period hits us. January 1 through March 31, and we know this to be different than what we just finished um, because this is for Medicare Advantage plan changes only. We are not allowed to market during this time. Joe Namath ought to be taking a nap about now because he should not be marketing during this time. We'll see. Um, and remember that the effective date is the first of the month following when they make that change or, or have that new enrollment, okay? So, um, and you know, for some of you, I don't know if you guys had this during MAPD, but some people were going through weird stuff and they just had trouble making a decision. Well, if we get new information, like I said, that's usually what it's for in January or February, something new comes out about, a, you know, whether it's a drug or whether it's um, uh, even a provider, you know, kind of thing that they, they need to switch. So, okay. So I think you all know that. I, I already covered this last month, but you know, I think you should have this ingrained into your head. These are numbers that you should know off the top of your head. Yes, the new Part B premium in 2023, 164.90, it's down from 170.10, right? And then the new deductible for Part B, and this is so important because we're writing G's now for those that are writing the subs, 226 Part B deductible instead of the 233 that it is this year. So we do have a really cool flyer, and if you haven't downloaded it yet, it's on khiagents.com. I know Kaylee put it out there after our conversation the last couple months. So get that flyer and use that during your conversations with your Medicare folk because it also has the IRMA stuff on there, which is super helpful. All in one fail swoop. You give them this, you're, you're covered, right? That you've talked to them about all the prices here. Okay. And then I think you know this too by now, but, but the 8.7% increase in Social Security benefits. And I just think it's important to note that, especially when you're dealing with folks that are under age 65 and trying to calculate what they're going to earn if they're drawn Social Security, you know, and they're not Medicare eligible yet. So um, just know that they're going to be getting an increase and they are responsible, obviously, for giving that number to you. But you can you can poke them on it. <laughs> OK. And then I, I did announce this last month, but I want to make sure you know that the 2023 rates are out in a separate M number. It's an addendum. So the kits that you have that are 2022 for Blue Cross on their SUPS with their outlines of coverage. Um, even that PDF outline of coverage, it's 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 still 2022, so you have to get your new rate sheet. So you can download those, and I know those are out on the website because Kaylee and I talked about that as well. So the new 2023 addendum is out there. Uh, another reminder, I did tell you this, but you know what? I'd forgotten it because we had a uh, I heard of a guy say, "Hey, I need my card. I'm heading to Arizona. I'm heading to Florida," and it's like. Uh, okay, Wellmark, instead of mailing their ID cards out right away, they aren't mailing cards until the 15th. Like, that would be like the 15th of December, right? It's like, wait a minute, if I enrolled in October, are you telling me I'm not going to get my card? Um, that's what uh, we understand. So, um, the, hopefully, right, for folks that have to go away, um, <laughs> that we can help them at some point, we can figure this out because they 
far as we know, they don't do temporary ID cards in the Medicare space. And that's just kind of frustrating, right? So, okay, anyway, more to come on that, I'm sure, but kind of warn your people and then they'll just have to call you and you'll have to help them get access to it if they're, I don't know how, right? We'll figure that one out. <laughs> if you've got trouble with it, I'm sure you're calling our office. Oh, thank you, Wellmark. Okay, um, something else Wellmark is introducing, and this is like, I'm like, okay, when did you just do this? Like, we could have learned about this at fall training maybe, but a letter is gonna go out to uh, Wellmark's Medicare Advantage plan members. Um, and, and it's a $50 reward for those who receive their annual wellness visit. So, um, so they should have gotten a letter um, that explains how they get their rewards, but it doesn't happen automatically. So, so here's the link. Here's where you can find it on the um, producer corner or whatever. It's that right there under prospect member mailings. And then they have to enroll themselves through this link to receive their live health blue rewards, right? So it isn't just going to happen to them. It, it, they do have to enroll in this program and then there's money they can claim. So I clicked that link and um, actually I downloaded the attachment that Kaylee put on the portal here for you this morning. So download that, take a look at it because it does say if you, if you do this, you get this much money. If you do that, you get this much money. And it sounds like it's an attestation, like you're not even uploading receipts or EOBs. It's just, yeah, I did that. And then they're going to give them money. So Anyway, just know that that's there, and especially for their annual wellness visit, it's 50 bucks is, the I think, the biggest award I saw. Okay, I'm going to hop over into the individual market now, and so, yes, remember, we have until December 15th for a Jan 1 effective date or January 15th for a Feb 1, and let me confirm, because I've had questions on this, that if you enroll somebody into an ACA plan on December 16th, December 16th, they will get a February 1 effective date. So it is holding true during the open enrollment that you have to enroll prior to the 15th of December for a Jan 1. If you miss that, it will be a Feb 1. And so if they don't have anything, they will still go uncovered for January. If they have something, they'll roll over into that plan and then they'll change to a new plan February 1st. And a little caution there because we've had this where if somebody's with Medica and switches to Wellmark or vice versa, um, those out-of-pocket costs don't transfer over um, from what we know and what we've experienced. So um, that's a caution there. So anyway, let's try to get everything done by next Thursday, uh, December 15th, right? If I got my dates right there. Okay. Uh, this is a reminder, and you're seeing this, if you play in the under 65 space, you're seeing this, that those modified plans went away. Those were the plans where the deductible and the out-of-pocket matched. Right? It was like 5,800, I remember seeing that, um, was one of them. And so the gold and the bronze modified plans are going away. They're going to be crosswalked automatically to the traditional plans, so bronze traditional or gold traditional. And the, even the traditional plan changed, we're seeing, right? The gold traditional from 22 is different than what it is in 2023. And a good way to know that is it's a 1650 deductible today, and it's going to a $1,500 deductible. So it's getting better, the gold traditional. So, okay, just want to make sure you knew that on those individual plans. And then here's another note, reminder on Health Sherpa. And I'm glad, as I was going through my slides last night, I go, oh, I better pop onto my Health Sherpa account. And sure enough, mine was going to expire on the 11th. And like today's the 9th, right? And so I'm like, oh, crap. 
okay, so I went in there and just log into your Health Sherpa account, um, go to the settings page, remember on the left-hand side, and then you'll find the date. Just scroll down a little bit because there's a place you can also reset your password, but scroll down a little bit and then it'll say, hey, your account needs to be relinked, you know, and if you don't do it right now, um, it'll happen the day you try to log in and that'll just be the time you've got a customer sitting in your office, right, and you're trying to do it and then then you've got to fool around with these re these settings and whatnot. It's not a big deal, but they do. it's a two-factor thing, like they send you a code and then you have to put the code in and then you're good to go. Uh, but but I would encourage you guys like right now, you know, go out there. OK, maybe not right now, but <laughs> go out soon and get that updated. So um, you kind of stay on top of that and it doesn't you know, you're not reacting to it. OK, it just relinks your account to the marketplace. OK, all right. And then this one, I want to make sure you guys are aware of this because this was like aha moment for me. So let's say somebody calls you or comes in your office and they're not your client today. Right. Um, you can pull them in. Like this can happen even inside of your office. I'll just give you an example, right? Like I know Coran has been helping. Um, some of you guys refer your stuff to Coran and then I'm trying to help out. And so I want to help the client. Well, how do I go get that client in my sales funnel in Health Sherpa? Well, how do I get it from Coran's funnel, which is fine, but I can also take it from anybody else's funnel. I can take it from the marketplace if they weren't even working with an agent. And I can take it from somebody that... It, is their agent. I have to have certain pieces of information. So check it out. You click search the marketplace and pull them into your funnel. So you don't have to key everything over from the, the beginning. Um, what is so cool is, look, you have first name, last name, date of birth, coverage state, and then see the little box. You have to say, I've received permission from this consumer to work on their behalf. And if you have, then you get to pull them in. Now, what I, I didn't show the next screen, but what it'll say is, it'll pull it up and go, do you want their 2022 to come in? Um, it, and, and or do you want the 2023? And I think if you pull the 2022 in, I think it'll come into your, one of them comes into your client and one of them comes in as a lead. So, and I think the 2022, if you pull it in, it'll pull it into you as, as then your client. And then you can, you know, update their income, whatever, whatever. Well, we're getting so close now. I pulled one in as a lead for 2023. Um, and, but I, I kind of played with another one the other day. I did pull it in as a 2022 and it came in then as a client and then I could click the renew button. So it's very interesting. So play with that. But I think this is another great way that if you've even had transition in your office, somebody's left and you want to get those clients pulled over to you. Cause I'm telling you guys, we've learned this year the hard way that you can't just call like Wellmark and go move all those clients over to this agent now inside of our agency. It, they won't do it. So the only way to do it is let them sit there or go pull them in, have somebody else come pull them in. Um, so, and remember they're vulnerable because anybody can do this. And maybe not anybody has learned how to search the marketplace and pull that client into their um, health Sherpa funnel. But anyway, just know that that can be done and I encourage you. So type in any questions or comments you have on this, you guys. That This was like a game changer for, for me and for us to provide great service to a client and not have to start all over or force it to Coran or to a client or an agent that's no longer in your agency, right? Okay. Um, and then, yeah, and then you guys know this. Here's the renew button, right? Just click renew. And if they're, if they're in there for 2022, it's going to, I don't know about you guys, but I always just kind of jot down on a notepad so I don't have to keep flipping back. But I'm like, okay, here's what they're paying today for that gold traditional plan. And here's their subsidy, right? 
so I can download all that stuff and see because I can see the what was 473. So do the math. 473.41 in red minus the 327.41. There's their subsidy, right? And of course, it's on their eligibility form. But I'm just saying, then click the renew button, and now you you just on your way, right? Awesome, awesome. Okay. And then, okay, another thing I just learned, like, <laughs> you know how we always say, Wellmark is so clumsy um, with their binder payments, and then they have to wait, and the client has to call, or they have to wait and get a bill. And so Marty helped me walk through this. And if you need help, um, Julie, Erica, I'm sure you're on the phone. Um, but between going to this website, and then notice this is what you're going to get. When you go do the binder payment with Wellmark, it's going to give the account logon. What does that mean? Well, look, I need the exchange subscriber ID. I need a policy ID and the subscriber date of birth. Okay, now usually you can just send this directly to the client and go, here you go. But what are they going to ask you? They're going to say, what is my exchange subscriber ID and what's my policy ID? So I believe what should happen is um, notice this little box here, the one that I'm going to see if I can get my um, my mouse here. Uh, one second. Okay, uh, maybe my mouse is here. There it is. I've got a separate mouse, cord, corded mouse pad here. Okay, so right, come on. Right here, in this box right here, this is Health Sherpa still. This is still Health Sherpa. So notice that. Right here is where I can see an FFM ID number. I can see a subscriber ID number, right? So exchange subscriber ID number should be this one right here, the zero, zero, nice mouse. Yeah, thank you, Amy. The, this should be this zero, 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 three, two, five, four, seven, oh, one. That should be, right? And then the FFM ID number, like that one, I'm not seeing that used in this case. But then you need their policy ID number. So then you come down to where my red arrow is down here. And that, now I'm in Blue Source managing my business. And there's their Wellmark ID number, the policy ID number. Now, my team can correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what um, I'm pretty sure I walked through this. And if you have questions on this, you know, just let us know or I'll have, have our folks correct me today. But then I can give that to the client. And then they just put in their date of birth and then boom, they can log in. And then they can make their payment, right? So anyway, it's just it's still clumsy, right? Because we have to provide them with this information. And I think when they call into Wellmark, how I used to do it, I just tell them, give it a few days because Wellmark won't see it yet. Then here's the 800 number. And you guys, it's right there under payment phone number. See it? Right under summary of benefits uh, on the Health Sherpa box, 800-524-9242. They can call that number. And then they get to somebody that they that can help them give them these ID numbers. So that's how I always did it in the past. I'm like, just call Wellmark. Here's the 800 number. Um, or look for their letter and follow the instructions. But sometimes people, anyway, need help. And so this is the website to do the binder payments. And if, if I'm right on how I'm trying to tell you guys <laughs> with the exchange subscriber ID and the policy ID, you can probably walk them through it. Okay, but again, they're not going to have a number in there until Wellmark sees it. So they do need that couple days, right, to get it in from Health Sherpa that goes to the marketplace that then goes to Wellmark. Okay, hopefully my team doesn't kill me on what I just said. Okay, <laughs> I'll jump into a couple quick things on labor stats and then we'll get into the Q&A. And hey, we're in good shape. Okay, hey, we ticked up, you guys. Notice we're at 2.7% unemployment. 
um, from from the uh, from September, and we're now up to 2.9% unemployment. You know, sometimes people call this seasonal. I don't know, but I think we're still seeing, you know, the great, um, what do they call it, the great resignation. And we're still seeing people just leave the market force. They just don't want to play anymore. They're taking early retirement. I've talked to so many people. I bet you guys have too in the ACA space, or they're like, yep, just get my financial guy on the phone or gal because I'm just drawing money off my investments. I'm not even taking Social Security yet because I'm, I'm not even 62. Um, and so, yeah, so interesting. So it just continues to be a challenge for our employers. Um, so, yeah, if, as the rate ticks up and we have more unemployment, here's my question is, but who wants to play? Who wants to stay in the workforce? And it's not everybody. Um, here's the by county map. I do like to show this one so you can see. Go to your neck of the woods and just see, you know, if you're over there in eastern Iowa, in Dubuque, for example, 3% unemployment, a little bit higher than the than the average for the state of Iowa. And then there you go. I always look up in Sioux County and Lyon County, holy cow, at 1.7 and 1.8%. Um, and Osceola County as well at 1.8%. So anyway, good news. And uh, yep, you'll have that or take a screenshot or otherwise um, we'll have the slides posted later today. Whoops. And there we go. Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay, I'm going to say Merry Christmas. And I noticed my, my quest, my Q&A, has the question and the answer all at once. <laughs> so let me pause for just a second. Somehow that got, uh, the animation got uh, taken off. So I'm gonna look at some questions here. Um, okay, let's see. Okay, somebody lost audio and I'm glad, okay, nobody else said that. So, okay, and, and Deb says, thank you to the KHI team. Couldn't do this without you, especially um, during AEP, you're the best. Oh, thank you so much. And then morning, uh, here's a question from Jenny. Will the ACA carriers automatically take the new EFT amount? Great question, Jenny. I did ask that of Wellmark and I was told yes, that if that client is already set up with EFT, they will automatically EFT the new amount for January 1. Now, when they take it, I don't know, right? Because um, the payment, of course, has to be in by the 31st. But yes, I was told the answer to that question is yes. They will, and I know that for Wellmark for sure. And I guess I'm guessing it's true for Medica and Oscar as well. So I guess keep an eye on it, and then um, and then we'll see. But but yes, the, the answer I'm told is yes. Uh, another question here: What is Medicaid income limit in Iowa for 2023? You know, Randy, the number I've been using is 18.8, 18.8. And the reason I, I use that number is because when I put that in Health Sherpa. At 18.8, they get a subsidy. At 18.7, they say you have to go to Medicaid. So, um, um, but you're saying here you have farmers that get their net income to just above it on the taxes to remain um, ACA, you know, subsidy eligible and not have to go to Medicaid. So yeah, I, I, and maybe to be on the safe side, you know, do 19,000, but definitely I've played with it, 18.8. <laughs> um, let's see, and then here's another question from Jeff. Uh, Lynn, Health Sherpa, can you export a book of business and then import into another Health Sherpa account, um, and I think you can, and that's a Health Sherpa. That would be a Health Sherpa question. So Julie, I'm going to ask Julie Stanley to grab that one for Jeff Mark on how we can help move from one Health Sherpa account to the other, so you don't have to pull them all in, right? Um, one of the other things I know that we've done, and maybe some of you have this, we had it. We got an agency login, so that if we logged in under the agency. Um, then you can see all of the agents in your 
uh, agency with, with one login instead of like you having yours and having only seen yours and then your other agents. So, um, Julie, I'm going to ask you to follow back up with Jeff on that and see how we can help him accomplish that with um, the new agent in his office. Um, and then Erica says, pulling people into Health Sherpa does not change the agent. You have to go through the application to change the agent. Thank you for that clarification, Erica. So I hope you guys, that all makes sense. Just pulling them in doesn't do anything. You have to then do the application for their subsidy, finalize their income, and then select the plan, and then your NPN number will be assigned to it. Thank you so much, Erica. Um, and then, um, let's see. Nicole saying a comment here, just had a thought. If this is not in your slides for Marketplace, tell the agent to make sure they get the agent NPN updated on the Marketplace. I believe Health Sherpa, if they submit through that, should update it, but just uh, remember um, to remember to do that in case you do not see the commissions on it. Okay, so you're saying that I believe Health Sherpa, yeah, okay, so hopefully that, yeah, let me, Go down here. So yeah, just just verify you guys that you're seeing your NPN on your Health Sherpa account, and it should you should be good there. Um, and then Coran says you will find this information under the enrollments on Blue Source. Yes, thank you. And I tried to show a Blue Source window there where you have to go to Blue Source to get some of that information. Um, and here's a question from Lynette it says, can we enter the binder payment for clients on Wellmark if we have their uh, inf their bank info? And um, I, I think the answer is yes, right? You guys, if you have everything that they need, I'm going to ask Erica or someone or Koran to chime in. But I think we can enter their binder payment for them if we have the information that we need. And I was under the impression, um, right, that, yeah, it is just you can click on it because I looked at it with another client. You can click, do you want EFT um, recurring or not? Is it a one-time charge or do you want to do EFT? So. Um, Let's see, and Erica said, you shouldn't have to make a binder payment if the customer was a previous Wellmark member. Yep, that's good to, good to know. And all of the previous AC, Wellmark ACA plans will get a cancellation letter when they renew their plan for 2023. Um, okay, so, okay, that'll be confusing, right? So even if you renew them, they're going to get a cancellation letter for their old policy. Yeah, that's brilliant. Okay. Um, and, and Coran says, yes, you can do the client's binder payment if you have their banking information. Okay. All right. So, you guys, here's my question. And I, I can't pull it up right now because my answer is coming on with it. So, here's the question. And luckily, I remember it. Um, okay. Hang on because I think I do. Yes. Okay. It's, I want to say Happy New Year. So, on the next slide, I'm going to tell you Happy New Year. And then I'm going to ask you, here's the question. Get your fingers ready. What is the most common New Year's resolution every year. The most common New Year's resolution that people put out there every year. And here they come. I got gym membership, lose weight, lose weight, lose weight, lose weight, lose weight, lose weight, weight loss. Oh my gosh, okay. I'm gonna give it to Jeff Mark. Jeff was the first one to, he was fast finger. And I'm going to go ahead and click to the next one. So you guys are all right, right? It's uh, exercise more. You got it. So here we go. Let me go to the next slide. And it is the most popular New Year's resolution is get healthy. It's either lose weight, exercise, join a gym. So you guys got it. And I have to just chuckle. It's like, oh, my gosh. We know it every year, right? We know it, right? And that's why 
weight loss programs. Now, guess what? We just we leave the Medicare Joe Namath commercials, and what are we going to see now? Um, we'll see if it's still Marie Osmond on all of the Nutrisystem <laughs> commercials and all the Golo and name them all, right? And gym memberships, yes. So anyway, so uh, I guess that's all I have, and I don't see any other questions for you guys. So I do want to wish you the, the most blessed Christmas uh, and also a happy new year. And I, I just, we're always open to your feedback, guys. So send me an email, anything else we can do to be helpful. Uh, please let us know and blessings to you and good luck getting through the rest of these uh, enrollment periods. Um, thank you, everybody. And thank you. I'm getting blessings back. So thank you so much. All right, you guys take care. Bye-bye.